So you can play some, uh, find some more music here to open the show with. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the live Trex Anniversary 6th Anniversary Podcast. We just had some uh, Star Trek opening music. I'm going to probably put something more in the intro of this show. Today is September the 4th, 2011. It is podcast 347. I hope that's right. <laughs> Welcome to uh, six years of Treks and Sci-Fi. Not all six years here, but six years overall that I've been doing this podcast. Started around Labor Day way back in 2005, and I'm still doing it for some crazy, silly reason. And I am uh, trying on, uh, to do this on Ustream today, so the audio version of this is going to be a little strange for those just listening who aren't watching the show. I'm actually attempting to show off my slick, slick new Clark Kent glasses to the Ustream audience. So all of you who are uh, just listening to this, obviously you have no idea what that looks like. Maybe I'll take a picture and put it up somewhere. But I'm going to take them off because they're only really for distance. I only take, usually wear them when I'm in the car or at a movie maybe. Things like that. So anyway, six years. Yes, yeah, six years of treks in sci-fi. And, and I think I've had too much caffeine today because I'm talking really fast for some reason. <laughs> I had a Mountain Dew for lunch, and uh, I'm, all, I'm all pumped up to do the show today. A little Rico dance going for you. No, not yet. Not yet. we gotta, we got to savor that moment for later in the show. Um, I, and I'm going to try not to pause too much during the show for those listening to just the audio portion. I've got a lot of stuff to cover. I've got like four pages of... Uh, notes and stuff that I've been working on, uh, and uh, just lots of different little things to talk about today on the show. But uh, first off, I just want to kind of have a thanks and and a shout out to everyone who has uh, supported the show, listened to the show for maybe one podcast, maybe all of them, or anywhere in between uh, during all these years of Treks and Sci-Fi. It's... uh, and I, and I say it now and now and again, and, and it always comes off kind of sounding a little, you know, maybe cheesy. And But I'm completely sincere when I say that uh, if I didn't have uh, you guys listening uh, each week and have the contact on the forums and emails and, and audio comments, that uh, I probably would have stopped doing this a long time ago. Uh, there were times in the early days of the show that 
I was like, eh, you know, it's it, this is kind of fun, but I, I feel like I'm not getting any kind of, uh, you know, reaching anyone or there's anything going on, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, people responding to what I wanted to do. But that quickly changed and, and allowed me to, you know, feel like each week there was something uh, new that I could offer and talk about, uh, whether it was a Star Trek episode, maybe a television show or a movie uh, or, or whatever. Just uh, it's, it's always uh, fun to come up with new and interesting things. It actually keeps things fresh for me, too, with looking back at different episodes and, and also new things that come out. I've... Uh, there were times even in the early days, you know, of, of the podcast that I was going to just make it pretty much all Star Trek. And that quickly had changed uh, fairly fast, I guess. And I wanted to cover a lot of other things. Sometimes I think that maybe it would have been better to keep it just Trek. Or, or, but it's just not, uh, it's not the kind of thing that I wanted to do and not the kind of person or, or what I'm interested in covering. Because I, I like all kinds of sci-fi and fantasy and and genre entertainment, lots of different things. Uh, I try to stay up on what's going on in the in the industry, you know, entertainment, and I like a, you know non sci fi things too, which we talk about from time to time on the forums and even on the podcast. I'll mention shows, you know, that I really enjoy, like Breaking Bad and Dexter and other things that I watch and, and I'm interested in too. So I have a lot of different uh, likes and tastes and things, and I wanted to bring that to the show. And I, you know, I still get emails from people about, you know, hey, what should I do for a podcast? Or I have this idea, and I always, uh, I constantly always tell them to just do what, what you know, means something to you. Don't just do something because you think it's a really popular thing, and hey, I'm going to do a, you know, a podcast about the iPad or something, or I'm going to do a podcast about Facebook or, or Glee or some new thing that you may not really be that interested in, but it's really popular. So you think, hey, that'd be a good idea. A lot of shows that I've listened to occasionally, well, not a lot, I should say, but a few and others that I've heard about from other people, when you usually start down that road uh, doing a show about something you're really not that pumped or interested in or care about, it, you do it for a while and, and you're trying to kind of do a cash in thing maybe on the popularity, but it eventually fizzles out. You don't show that you really are interested or care about it enough to to keep your audience involved too. So, and I'm getting a lot too serious right off the bat on the show. So, uh, I think uh, with that though, I just want to say thanks to everyone uh, again. You guys are great, and and the show is uh, always open for suggestions. You can always email me treksf at gmail.com. Give me suggestions or comments, uh, what you guys would like to see covered, maybe that I haven't yet, or or just anything you want to talk about. Uh, I'm always uh, open for new ideas and guest hosts and all kinds of stuff like that. I, I've always been uh, interested in just sort of like including as much of what you guys think and, and like. Even when you're wrong, like Brian about 3D and the new Star Wars Blu-rays, you know, I mean, sometimes he's just got to admit it when he's wrong. <laughs> Anyway, uh, again, thanks, you guys. Uh, I couldn't do it without you, as they say. So with that, I am going to take a brief break. And during this time, uh, I will compose myself and become a lot less serious for the rest of the show. I try, I'll try to. And I'm going to play um, one of the friends of the show, Quadshot, Al, who's done uh, at least a, a couple, I think, uh, guest hosts on Treks and Sci-Fi. And uh, he sent in, he got a chance at, at Disney to see uh, some uh, very secret Avengers footage from the new movie that's going to come out uh, for Marvel next summer 
directed by Joss Whedon, starring, you know, all the Marvel characters that we've seen, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor. Anyway, he saw a little preview of some footage from the movie, and I think his audio clip that he sent in is about eight minutes long or so. So I wanted to get that in today's show, and while uh, I'm playing that, I'm going to set up for a few other things and uh, just listen to what Al has to say about what we're going to see next summer in the Avengers movie. So let me play that clip for you uh, right now, if I can get to it on my... I've got all these little windows open on my two computers here, so it's... uh, trying to make this a little more efficient than trying to dig up a file and play it at the same time. And you know what? I just have to say, Windows 7 and networking doesn't work so well. You know, it's really a pain to set up, and it shouldn't be like that. Uh, sometimes I, I, I miss the days of XP and networking. So, uh, But uh, most of you guys don't care about all that. Anyway, here is, I, I believe this is Al, and I, I don't know if his wife Joyce, because I think they both saw it, uh, talks on this clip, because I haven't listened to all of it yet. I just listened to it the first few seconds to make sure it sounded okay. But anyway, here's uh, them talking about Avengers. Hi, Rico. This is Al, better known as Quadshot from the Trexan Sci-Fi Forums. Well, I just wanted to uh, to send you an audio clip about a recent uh, pretty cool thing that uh, Joyce and I got to experience. As some of you might remember uh, seeing on the forums and maybe if you follow me on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Joyce and I got to go to the D23 Expo uh, in Disneyland uh, in mid, mid-August. Now, what D23 is, it's, it's kind of like a, a Comic-Con for Disney fans. Uh, it's the self-proclaimed ultimate Disney fan experience, and it really is. And Joyce and I are, of course, charter members. We became members on day one when they first started offering this. And we do get a few perks from it, you know, like uh, a quarterly magazine that's really kind of cool, some behind-the-scenes stuff. But anyway, at the Expo, there were a lot of panels, just like at Comic-Con, but with Disney-related stuff, like the history of the Disneyland Hotel. And uh, actually, if you follow us, you can see the video of that. Uh, There were Pixar uh, panels and, and, and stuff like that. Now, there was also a huge, I mean, gigantic main expo floor where vendors and and, uh, exhibitors could set up. There were a lot of movie props and uh, things like that, too, as well as some stars signing autographs. Now, I bought this uh, limited edition 8x10 lithograph of all the ships from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's really cool. It's got a number, you know, it's numbered and it's uh, authenticated and all that stuff. And then I got all five of the uh, what I call secondary stars to sign it. Mostly uh, pirates, you know, like Bosun, the huge African-American guy uh, from, I think it was from the Black Pearl. Uh, and he has all the, the little markings all over his face, you know, the dots and stuff. And then Greg Ellis, who played Lieutenant Groves, was there. Um, Greg Ellis was from the Royal Navy, I believe. Now, what I really wanted, though, was a signed photo from Tron himself, Bruce Boxleitner. Yeah, Bruce was there. And uh, I know that somebody posted a video that someone else took. Uh, of the D23 Expo with uh, uh, Bruce Boxleitner confirming uh, Tron 3. But uh, the problem was that the line was quite literally about five to 600 people deep, and they only gave him two hours to sign autographs, which I just couldn't quite understand. Uh, total bummer. I really, really wanted to, but I did get a lot of photos and, and a lot of videos of him. In fact, I was able to get pretty close. Uh, there was also one of the uh, Dharma vans from Lost. Total, total geek fest. Now, one of the panels uh, that was there was a presentation on the Marvel comic book legacy, and and that was pretty cool. Uh, But the big panel 
and the one that uh, you asked me about, Rico, uh, to uh, report here on was the Walt Disney Studios panel, and more specifically, the Avengers presentation. This one was uh, presented by Marvel Studio President Ken Fage. Fage, I think, is is how you pronounce his last name. Fage. Uh, anyway, he talked a lot about making uh, the making of the movie. And at that very moment, when we were in the presentation, they were actually wrapping up filming uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Then he presented the extended footage, and believe me, no one outside the studio had seen this. Now, this is really kind of cool. Um, so just a little disclaimer here at first uh, as we were filing into the arena there were tables set up and they were taking everyone's electronic gear no kidding no cameras no video cameras no cell phones no audio recording devices of any kind were allowed in the uh, arena and to be completely sure that no one snuck anything in after you surrendered your stuff and they put it in the little bag and uh, you know you got like a claim ticket they wanded you before they allowed you to line up. Literally wanded you <laughs> from head to toe. It was kind of fun. But anyway, needless to say, this is why there's really no footage or audio out there of this, uh, this footage. Uh, legally, anyway. So Phage introduced the clip, then the lights went down, and I swear, there was a hush in the crowd like you never ever heard before. Probably about 10,000 people in that arena not a word. It was totally amazing. Now, the, the first scene that we uh, got to see went something like this. We see Nick Fury talking to Loki as he's uh, securing him in his glass and metal prison. Now, it's presumed that they're aboard the, uh, the shield helicarrier, uh, you know, way up high. As Fury is uh, tapping away on some keypads, he tells Loki not to even touch the glass because if he does, he's going to plummet 30,000 feet to his... Well, you get the picture. Now, Loki is looking at Fury in a more amused way than anything else. And Loki asks, how desperate are you to call on such lost creatures to defend you? Fury gets mad, gets right up to the glass, and he fires back at him. How desperate am I? You threaten my world with war. You steal a force that you can't control. You talk about peace, but you kill because it's fun. <laughs> then Loki tells Fury... That, uh, that the cage he has him in is pretty impressive, but it's not built for him. And Fury fires back, it was built for something a lot stronger than you. Then we get a quick shot of Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, who uh, kind of quips, he kind of grows on you. I thought that was uh, pretty funny. I think Mark Ruffalo is going to play a great Bruce Banner. Loki promises to show Fury what real power is. But of course, Fury shrugs that off and he walks away and he says, well... Let me know if real power wants a magazine or something. Everybody cracked up on that one. Then uh, in that same scene, they flash to uh, Captain America sitting in front of a monitor watching the exchange between Fury and Loki. And uh, Cap is looking pretty intense too. And at this point, he doesn't have his mask on. Now, the next scene they showed was of Tony Stark and Loki in what uh, looked like, I don't know, maybe Stark's private bar. Stark says, let's do a head count. Two world-class assassins, then we see a cutscene of Hawkeye and Black Widow kicking some butt. A demigod, then we cut to Thor. And then he says, a living legend who actually lives up to the legend. And we see a cutscene of Captain America kicking butt. And at this time, he, he has his mask on. And then Stark goes on to say, and you, big fella, managed to piss every single one of them off. We hear Loki's voice from you know, behind the camera say, I have an army. And then Stark fires back with, 
we have a Hulk. And then the presentation ends with Ruffalo's Hulk snarling into the camera. Totally awesome. Gave me goosebumps. This is going to be an awesome movie. Uh, when the lights came back up, uh, Fage came back on stage and brought with him Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, Scarlett Johansson, who is Black Widow, Chris Hemsworth, uh, who plays Thor, and of course, Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man. Now, Downey was uh, dressed a lot like Tony Stark would dress, you know, uh, to the nines there. Uh, he grabs the microphone and he said, we're happy to visit our parents in Anaheim. And of course, he's referring to the Disney company. Then he said, and I don't think that this was script at all. He says, who wants to see that again? <laughs> right, who wants to see that again? Uh, he had to urge the tech crew to play the footage a second time, which they did. And oh, it was just outstanding. I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, this preview footage, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. I mean, it was 100% awesomeness. The look of this movie is amazing, and the acting that we saw was just outstanding. It was terrific. To say that this is going to be an exciting and thrilling movie would be a massive understatement. The Avengers is set for release nationwide May 4th, 2012. And if you ask me, May 4th can't get here fast enough. And you know what? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, he is a pretty big guy. <laughs> so for uh, more in-depth coverage of the 2011 D23 Expo, Joyce and I will be highlighting that trip on our Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast this weekend. So if you're interested, uh, hop on over to iTunes and uh, check us out. That's all I've got. Take care, peace out, and uh, thanks for everything you do, Rico. Well, thanks very much, Al. I appreciate that uh, very detailed, uh, you know, uh, it, it really gives me an idea of what the movie's going to be like, it, you know, that detailed uh, synopsis of what you see in the clip. I, I read that online in a couple of places, too, and uh, I, I kind of wish they would, you know, maybe I'm sure they're going to put some of that in a trailer at some point and release it. I'm sure it's not quite finished and all that, but it, I just like the whole, it, it sounds like kind of the attitude, especially that Joss is going to bring to the Avengers movie, really working with the characters and showing the kind of people they are is is really his forte and, and what he does best, and I, and I think it will work very well for the Avengers. I used to read it real regular, uh, the Avengers Marvel comic, uh, quite a few years back. I don't read it as much as I used to, but I, I do recall from those times, you know, this is a pretty tight-knit group a lot of times, and they all have their own little quirks and little differences, and, and they don't always get along the best, too. And, you know, one of the things that work good for Joss and like things like Firefly, I think he could really work and use that um, and pull that into working with the Avengers uh, group. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, You know, Marvel uh, just doesn't seem to be able to do anything wrong these days on the movie front. So looking forward to it a lot. And uh, with that, we're going to get back into the main show proper here. Uh, the main thing I thought, I, you know, as I was sort of taking a shower this morning, which I, I do my best thinking, <laughs> or shaving, either one of those uh, are good. Cutting the grass is a pretty good thinking time for me, too. But I was trying to come up with, I had a few ideas of what I wanted. At first, I thought, I don't really need a subject for today's podcast. We'll just sort of reminisce and all that kind of junk. But I, I, I didn't really want to do that. I, I have a hard time doing that. And, and I wanted to make something kind of a little, you know, kind of that would fit the show, but also something that I think would be fun to to do. And so what anyway, what I came up with finally was uh, I'm going to give you sort of a my top 10 list 
and and this is uh, probably not in any particular order, uh, but it's uh, it's my top ten of things that. Uh, what did I write down? I guess uh, some of my favorite things, we'll just call it, some of my favorite things for the past uh, year or so, uh, not calendar year, we'll say, but or, or, you know, from about September to September. So sort of in honor of the podcast, and this isn't going to be my favorite podcasts of the of the past year or anything like that, or a, you know, a rundown of uh, what the shows have been. Because uh, I think we're going to have another one of those roundups later uh, at the end of this year, the early part of 2012. But this is just sort of things that I I really enjoyed in the, you know, for a variety of reasons, different reasons for each one. Uh, some of them are movies, some of them are TV shows, some of them are other things. But I, I thought it might be kind of fun, and uh, so that's what the show is going to be covering. Uh, besides some crazy Rico dancing at the end and other other audio comments, I've got about another five or six audio comments from you guys to play too. So I'm going to sort of sprinkle those in throughout the rest of the show uh just make sure my sound is still i i when i came back after al's clip i didn't have my mic turned up anymore so i started to talk and nothing was happening (laughs) it's a good thing i noticed that i hate it when i don't notice stuff like that so uh without any further ado let's go to uh my list i've got 10 things and the first one that i want to talk about uh is the clone wars Clone Wars television series. This series I've watched since uh, it started. I I think they've gotten better over the years. I think the stories are really interesting. I don't think it's just a cartoon for kids. And if you want some fun Star Wars that uh, is really well done, both from a story standpoint and and just the animation, and you get a nice little 20-minute or so uh, little a brief look into the Star Wars universe during the Clone Wars time period. Uh, each week when it airs, uh, it, and the new season is going to start in just a couple of weeks, I think. And uh, this is just something I really look forward to each week when it's running. And uh, I always have, I think they did some great stories last season, and it looks like they've got some really good ones coming this year as well. And uh, with that, I'm going to, for a lot of these things, I'm going to play a little video clip. I'm going to try to move the camera and let the people uh, that are watching on Ustream watch it. Uh, and also the audio, of course, we picked up for the audio uh, podcast itself. But anyway, here's a little bit uh, of the Clone Wars. I think this is a trailer to the next season. Season, I think it's, I guess we're we're up to season four now, I think. Yeah, so uh, season four of the Clone Wars coming in uh, just a couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's September 16th or so, which I think is a Friday. Yeah, so two weeks from this past Friday on the Cartoon Network, the Clone Wars returns for season four. The army has assembled Count Dooku. Proceed as planned. The Mon Calamari system must not fall into Separatist hands. Prepare for an assault. All troops, battle stations! This is your home! Do not let it fall! Look out! This isn't gonna be easy. We'll disintegrate for sure! Suck it up, shiny. Time to lock and load! I will attack the Naboos!
built upon the backs of slaves. Anakin has struggled to put his past behind him. I'll keep an eye on him. Yes, make sure you do. Bow down, Jedi filth. Welcome to Death Watch. All right, microphone up. So there was the season four or one of the season four trailers for Clone Wars. I think it looks really good. Uh, I'm very excited uh, to see what they're going to come up with this year. They had some really cool story arcs. I, li I like it when they do story arcs of two or three episodes uh, on the show. I, I feel that there's, they can go into more depth and make things more interesting. And for at least me, that's I kind of watch it for that, for the story and things. You know, the, uh, the action is great as well. They do a great job. And uh, we've got uh, another season to look forward to. I'm guessing they'll probably split it up again like they did last year. At some point, you know, they'll run a, a group of episodes and then we'll get another group later on. But um, next up, let's do a let's see. Let's play another. Uh, I think this is just a short little comment from uh, someone. I think this is maybe Marco sent this in, I think. Anyway, here is a comment uh, from one of you guys uh, for the show. Hi Rico, this is Colin, or Stonot from the forums. I uh, just wanted to send a short message to you to congratulate you on your 6th anniversary. I've uh, been listening to you for a long time now and I really enjoy the show. Thanks for bringing my pleasure to my ears and many others. Congratulations. Yeah, sorry about the uh, the volume on that, guys. I, you know, that's what happens when, when you get all different kinds of audio sent in. Just a little... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, for the podcast, I can reduce it, but when you're doing a live show, that kind of stuff happens. So yeah, thanks stout not to, for your, uh, sorry. I don't know why I thought that was Marco. Maybe your real name is Marco. Uh, I'm trying to remember back on the email, but anyway, thank you for the congratulations and turn your volume down very loud. I don't know how you recorded that. I got these, I'm getting, uh, audio in all different kinds of forms these days from uh, mobile devices, iPads, uh, through uh, applications. And the, the latest thing that I tried or I'm starting uh, yesterday is Skype. Uh, Skype, my username is TrekSF over there, and Skype has a voicemail feature. Now, as a uh, suggestion for a couple of uh, things and for people, uh, that works pretty well. I have to still re-record it. it. It shows up as an audio DAT file uh, in my Skype directory, which I, I don't know. I looked around for a few different ways to import it and, and that, but it doesn't seem to work very well. Anyway, the, if you want to try Skype, that's fine, uh, and the other apps work as well, but it's great to be able to have all these different things. However, it makes uh, things a little more complicated for me because they're all different formats, and and it, it's it's tricky and, and it takes some time. So, but I do like the comments. So send them in and I'll deal with the rest. One thing I wanted to mention, and I guess now is a good time since I'm talking about audio and, and comments for the show. I set up a new voicemail. I, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, 
I had a voicemail uh, that I set up for the show. It kind of got used a little bit, and then it kind of dwindled away. I set up a new one. Now, there's a couple of things about this. I'm not sure how well or, or how well this is going to work or what people are going to think about it. But if you want to test it out, I'm gonna, and I'll put the phone number up on the forum and on the main website, it's, it's a toll call. Now, I don't know, for, for those in the United States, if you use a cell phone, this may be a toll-free, um, you may not be charged anything for it. I don't know how it works. I'm sure it all depends on your cell plan and all that kind of crazy stuff. Uh, so, and I have no idea in other countries what, how you guys, I guess you could dial in via Skype perhaps or something like that. Maybe Google even, I don't know, but here is the number. It is area code 641-715-3900. And then you also have to dial an extension, which is, I, I didn't realize that when I set it up and that's kind of awkward, but the extension is 472366. So, and don't worry about writing that down. It's going to be uh, put up on the site and on the forum and everything. But if you want to give it a try, you know, if you've got a cell phone, I don't think you'll be charged. It's It would just be like dialing any, like, area code if you're in the U.S. and any phone number. I don't know. Again, it all depends probably on your cell phone coverage and plan. I know a lot of plans, cell phone to cell phone is free. I don't know about cell phone to landlines, which I guess this is. So, there it is. If it works, if people use it, if they don't, I'll just drop it, won't won't deal with it or whatever. But you've got Skype where you can leave me a voicemail. Uh, just use Trek SF, and if I'm not online, it'll just go right to – I think it, it makes you ring my number or something, and then you can leave a voicemail. And uh, you could try this phone number, and we'll see how it goes. And, of course, you can always still record an audio comment and send it into the show. That's That'll work too, so. Uh, let's go on. Let's move on to number two on my list. Uh, a movie that came out, uh, oh, gosh, it's about nine months at least now. One of my favorite movies of the past year was Tron Legacy uh, by Disney. came out at the holidays of 2010, and I, I just really enjoyed this movie a lot. It was fun to get back into that universe. I think they did a great job. Uh, I think the story was interesting. The effects were amazing, and uh, the word is, I think like Al even said, Earlier on his clip, they're going to do another one. So uh, Tron Legacy, uh, one of my favorite movies. And here is, I'm going to play the uh, one of the trailers to the movie for you right now. So watch this. What do you say tomorrow you and I hit the arcade? First game's on me. Can we play doubles on the same team? We're always on the same team. Good evening. Our lead story, Kevin Flynn was reported missing. The visionary icon and Encom CEO skyrocketed to the top of the tech industry. He was last seen at home with his son, Sam, leaving behind an empire and a now orphaned little boy. Sam, I was Paige last night. Paige came from your dad's office at the arcade. Alan, you're acting like I'm gonna find him sitting there working. Long time. 
idea. The Grid. A place of infinite possibility. It's incredible. More beautiful than I ever dreamed. And more dangerous than I ever imagined. What happened? My creation turned against me. Heaven Flare! Where are you now? What am I supposed to do? Survive. We have to get you out of here. Out there! There's a new world! Here they come! Out there! Yeah! Is our destiny. Yeah, Tron Legacy. Uh, some great stuff, great effects, great music. Uh, I, you know, the, I think they could have tightened up the story in a couple of places in in some ways, but I, I think that they did a good job. Really hard, you know, when you think about it, to make a movie so many years after the first one came out and have it sort of still kind of connect into that universe, but be it, you know, kind of its own thing. And I, I just think it was great. I, I just visually and, and everything, to me, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, especially since I'm a kind of a geeky computer guy, and I, I really like that. And I've just realized something. I bought this second, uh, this, uh, I have two webcams now. I bought a new one a couple of weeks back, this higher, high def one. And I keep having to, uh, for this live show, I keep moving the camera from, uh, showing me uh, to these video clips that I'm basically playing on another computer and, and, and putting the camera. But I have two cameras. I wonder if there's a, like a piece of software that's pretty cheap or whatever that would allow me to quickly to switch between cameras for you streaming. I don't know. I know that some of the video shows, uh, the other podcasts and vidcasts that go on, they use stuff like that. But I'll have to look into that. Just the, I, I was thinking about that. I was thinking at first I was going to set the camera up so the computer monitors were going to be behind me, but then I'd need a longer connector and just all kinds of stuff makes it more complicated to do that way. So I just said, ah, eh, I'll just move the camera each time I show a clip. So I'll have to look into that, though, because I got the other camera right over here still. Although it's a, it's only like a one megapixel one. I don't know. This new one that can do like 1080, I think, is this Logitech, this new one that I got. It's really nice. I'll have to do some uh, a regular uh, good old-fashioned video cast with it sometime soon. So uh, that was uh, Tron Legacy, uh, number two on my list. I think this is going to be a long podcast. That maybe I should have only done a top five. <laughs> but uh, let's take a uh, another comment from you guys. And... Uh, Let's see what we've got uh, up next. I think uh, we've got, uh, I think this is, the next one I was going to play for you is Dan's comment. Some of these are really short. Some of them are pretty long. So uh, this Dan's is uh, fairly short. So anyway, listen to uh, what he has to say uh, for the show and the sixth anniversary of Trek since i fi Hey, Rico. It's Dan from sunny England here. Dangerous on the forums and the host of Out of Range podcast. Just wanted to send you a little message to congratulate you on six years of bringing us Trek since i fi I've said it before, but the podcast and the community you've built around it is first class. I hope you never decide to stop doing the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast, as you can imagine what the reaction would be. (laughs) 
Sorry, I couldn't resist that one. Here's to another six years. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan, for that. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, yeah, we've uh, been having a, a nice discussion. I like to say it's a nice discussion uh, for the past couple of weeks, and it's getting more interesting lately, but about the uh, the Star Wars Blu-ray release coming out on the uh, the 16th. Uh, I think it's the 16th, so the same day the Clone Wars uh, starts up its new season, we get the Blu-rays in. And for those that haven't been informed yet or don't, don't realize, there is this no that's being inserted at, or has been uh, inserted near the end of Return of the Jedi, I believe, when um, Vader finally decides to save his son and pick up the Emperor and toss him down the shaft and all that good stuff. So, hey, spoilers. <laughs> As they say, uh, or like they say on uh, Doctor Who, spoilers, honey. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't really want to get into a whole discussion about this. Let me just say, George, why? Really? Why? I mean, really? <laughs> it was like, I can understand cleaning them up and, and making the picture better and all that. But, you know, some of this stuff is just like, where did he just, did he wake up one day and have some bad Thai food the night before? I, I just don't get it. All right, that's all I'm going to say. We're not going to not gonna go into that. Nope, nope, not doing it. Nope, nope. All right, let's go on to my next, uh, my number three item on my uh, top ten things from the last year that I enjoyed. Uh, this is this show, this TV show, is something that I've enjoyed for for quite a you know uh, uh, several seasons now. I still think it's great. I, I enjoy it every week when it's on. Uh, I'm talking about The Big Bang Theory. Uh, there hasn't ever really been uh, what I consider a, a pretty, very well done show about geeks. A lot of times they come off as, as kind of you know just stupid and idiots and, and a lot of different things in between. Uh, but this show is funny. The cast is great. Yeah, the, some of them are kind of extreme, especially Sheldon. Uh, but I enjoy it a lot. And, and they do try try to do things. They actually talk to girls. Well, except for Raj. But uh, the stories are fun each week. And there's just so many uh, in-geeky references each time out uh, that I enjoy watching it. So let me uh, show you a clip. I think this is just a clip from one of the episodes from last season that I picked out to give you a feel for this show. If you've maybe never seen it, perhaps, uh, or uh, even if you have, this is kind of fun to play. And I think this is a scene between uh, what I, I consider a couple of the main, the biggies on the show. We've got Penny, I think, and Sheldon in this scene. So here we are with uh, an episode from The Big Bang Theory from last season. All right, Sheldon, what's on your mind? I wronged Howard, and he won't accept my apology. Oh, right, that. Yes, Leonard told me. Sorry, honey. Penny, you face failure on a daily basis. <laughs> How do you cope? I drink. To drinking. <laughs> nope. Oh, if only there were some way to force Howard to accept my apology so I could escape this miasma of guilt. You know, sometimes stuff just happens and there's nothing you can do about it. For example, Lisa Peterson hasn't talked to me since the 11th grade because no matter how much you apologize, you can't go back and undry hump someone's boyfriend. I see. You're saying I'm facing Starfleet Academy's unwinnable command scenario, the Kobayashi Maru. Exactly. Sometimes you can't win. Captain Kirk won. Kirk cheated. Impressive that you know that. It's hard to believe I'm actually having this conversation with you. Right there with you. Kirk 
beat the Kobayashi Maru by reprogramming the simulator. That's it. What? I'll reprogram Howard. What? Sheldon, you can't reprogram people. But no, you can't reprogram people. <laughs> to James Tiberius Kirk. Oh, yes, Sheldon. <laughs> it's so funny to see him drinking. That's just so, uh, he's not good at it. So anyway, the Big Bang Theory, CBS, I think Thursday night still, probably for this coming season, should be starting in a couple of weeks. And uh, it's just a great show. A lot of people kind of said, or some people said that last season they didn't think it was as good. But I, I still think the show each week has some fun stuff. And they had some really standout episodes, I think, last season, too. Uh, there was a costume one. There was the one about, I think, when they were trying to find the, which is sort of a, an appropriate thing right now. They were getting a, a copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark that was going to uh, be showing at a local movie theater and kind of Sheldon runs off with it. And, and a lot of stuff uh, goes on on the show that all of us geeks can kind of respond to, I think. So that is number only number three on my list. Oh, my gosh. I got seven more to get through. And also some more uh, comments from you guys. And I think I'm going to play the next one of those right now. Uh, let's see. Where are we up to here? Oh, yes. Let's play uh, Meds. Meds, uh, who I think it's today. It's his birthday. So happy birthday to you, Meds. And, hey, I hope you're having a couple of uh, pints on me and having a great time. And it's probably, what, about 7 in the evening or so? So, yeah, it's time to relax and enjoy your birthday. So, anyway, here is Meds and a comment that he sent in for today's show. Hello Rico and everybody on Treks in Sci-Fi, this is Meds, otherwise known as Hawkeye Meds. And hello all you wonderful Treks in Sci-Fi listeners. I presume you're excitedly listening to this now on your uh, iPhones, iPods, or those of you who can't afford one of those, one of those tacky, cheap MP3 players. But don't worry, we won't hold it against you. We all have to start somewhere. Or, of course, if you're actually on the live stream, hello people! In the live stream, I apologise I can't be there to celebrate the sixth birthday of Treks in Sci-Fi. And the reason is, is today is my birthday. Yes, the 4th of September celebrates my 38th year on this wonderful geeky planet. And still, we have no flying car and not even a whifter of a transporter device. How Space 1999 lied to us. And also the Jetsons, they talked a load of crap as well. Of course, quite clearly we're nowhere near... The flying car. Thinking about it, actually, the flying car would probably be a bad thing considering how, uh, how dangerous the roads are on on solid ground. Um, I don't think I'd like to be in here. Anyway, I divert slightly into a strange world of um, sci-fi that doesn't exist. And chances are, it probably won't exist for another hundred years. Um, happy birthday to Trex in Sci-Fi. I've been with Trex in Sci-Fi now for God knows how long, at least. I think four years in January. Um, so, it's a, so I've been there for quite a while now. Um, Trex and Sci-Fi was the first podcast I downloaded onto my uh, my four uh, gigabyte iPod, in which I still use. Because uh, I don't tend to listen to stuff on my iPhone purely for the fact is that um, these things are too damn expensive to take out in a factory where I normally do my boring day job. Um, but on the night when I'm writing, it's always out, and uh, I like to listen to Rico's dulcet tones. 
um, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a fantastic podcast, and it's always always interesting. I've never had a week where I've been bored, uh, unless of course I'm listening to myself on Checks in Sci-Fi. And to be fair, I'm really bored of my own voice. I'm sure you are now, so I'm not uh, going to keep on talking. Uh, hello to everyone in the live stream. Again, sorry I can't be there, but I will raise a point to you uh, in the pub, which is chances are is where I'm going to be. Anyway, happy birthday, Rico. Happy birthday, Treks in Sci-Fi. And uh, keep on bringing out the brilliant recordings. Um, they really are the highlight of my week uh, at work. Um, it's the great thing about podcasts, as I've always said. They are the new medium. Um, you know, uh, people kind of uh, look down on them when, when podcasts first come out, saying, Ella, the amateurish version of radio. Uh, I strongly disagree. In fact, I think um, a lot of podcasts out there, including Treks in Sci-Fi, are far more superior than any radio station um, because at least you know you, you, what you're going to get and you also know that the host is a damn nice bloke. And that's some pompous arse who earns a load of money. Chris Miles on BBC. Anyway, uh, take care, everyone, and I'll speak to you all very soon. Uh, thanks, Meds. I appreciate your comments. Uh, yeah, you were going off on flying cars there for a while, so, you know, I don't know what was that. That was probably the drink. That was probably the drink talking, right? So uh, anyway, no, thanks very much. Uh, you're uh, definitely a, a, gr- a great guy, and I'm going to get over there sometime when you guys have that UK meetup. You're going to have to have a UK meetup number two when I get over there because I, I loved it when I visited England, and, and you know it's great. And hopefully you've gotten rid of all that riffraff that was going on over there a few weeks ago, and they're all gone now and locked up in the in whatever. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll I'll I promise I'll get over there one day and see you guys. I, I probably could get a free ticket. I've got so many. Got still a gazillion miles on on you know I just never have time to go do it this job and stupid work why why do we have to work anyway what's up with that so I think it should be like in the Star Trek future we all just get to do what we want to do and then we just are sort of taking care of anyway and we go to the replicator when we want a new prop or toy or whatever we want food and we just get it so I you know come on Star Trek universe let's get here <laughs> all right moving on. The next thing on my list uh, of things that I uh, really liked in the last year, and it's been out longer than that, but I just finally got one. I guess it was last Christmas time, I think. Uh, my Kindle, my Amazon Kindle. This has uh, been like the greatest thing. I'm going to just sort of, you know, I've got mine in like a little case thing here. And everyone knows what these things look like. Uh, or if you don't, just go to Amazon.com. It's always, I think, on the main page. But I'm a big book reader, and it's nice to just pop this out and just it's right where I left off. It's easy to hold. It's easy to read on. It's probably, to me, not, you know it's much nicer to read on this than just even any paperback or hardback book. Uh, I, I love books. I've loved them for a long time. I'll still buy paper books occasionally, uh, but uh, the Kindle is just very handy. I still wish the prices of the books were a little bit cheaper. I still think they charge a little too much. It's basically the same as like a paperback, $7.99 for the Kindle version, $7.99 for the paperback. I mean, why? That seems a little stiff. It's not always like that. But other than that and some of the pricing on some of the books, I, I'm just a big fan. Love reading on it, and I just finished actually the 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 girl with the dragon tattoo, a fairly long book. Been reading it for a while now. I don't get a chance to read a lot each day, maybe about a half hour or so, probably in the evening. But it's a uh, it's just a great device. And for those uh, out there that say, well, if you had an iPad, you wouldn't need this. I've tried reading. I've actually read the the girl with the dragon tattoo. I read it on both because I had it and I could move it back and forth, or I actually had both both of them, because there's a Kindle app on the iPad that I have, 
And to me, it's even adjusting the brightness of the iPad, it was much more pleasant to read on the Kindle for long periods of time, even a short period uh, for that matter. Magazines, comics, things like that, things that are a little more visual and have full color. Yeah, that that on the iPad is nice. But for just simple text book reading, uh, it's hard to beat the Kindle. So and the price is right for the device itself. So anyway, that's uh, one of my favorite things of the last year. Uh, I, and uh, I wanted to say I was going to say it earlier, but if you guys have a list of things you want to send in some audio comments, I could play them on next week's podcast. Some of your favorite things from the last year about, uh, you know, tech or movies or TV shows, whatever, uh, just send them in and uh, I will get those on next week. Or, you know, whatever you'd like to share something like that. I'm always looking for reviews of books and movies. And you can always say this is one of your favorites of the year when you send those in. Um, Where are we at now? Next, you know what? I think we need to do a contest because I need to open my chat here, make sure that's all going. So we're going to do a contest. So everybody get ready by your keyboard. I have two two contests that I'm going to do today. And the, uh, let me see, I've got to make sure that I have this... uh, yeah, I think I'm ready to do them, ready to do the first uh, one of this contests. Um, the uh, What I was going to do for these contests to make it a little easier is the contests are going to be, let's see, I'm trying to think. I have it written down here. I have, uh, what I want to do is give people a, like a gift certificate. One of them, this first contest is going to be for a gift certificate to uh, iTunes. So I guess if you can get iTunes wherever you are, you can win this. Uh, so just so you know, anyone who's available as iTunes available, I think you guys in, in Canada, UK can do that. So uh, I thought this might be a little easier, but I'm going to give you a little gift certificate to iTunes to buy some apps or music or whatever for winning this contest. The uh, And I got to find, I know I have the, uh, what, uh, what I'm going to play here is, I'm going to play a little audio clip. This is an audio clip to a some Star Trek episode, and I think it's the actually the preview for preview clip trailer for the episode itself. What you need to do, the, the winner is going to be the first person in the chat room who tells me what the title, the name of this episode is. Uh, it'll be pretty obvious pretty quickly what series it's from, but I want the episode title, and whoever types that out first will win the... the uh, gift certificate to iTunes. So uh, if you guys are ready, I'm going to play the audio for you right now. An alien killing force attacks an innocent planet. It's already killed thousands. It will undoubtedly continue to kill unless we stop it. But Data may possess the secret to its deadly power. Do you believe that I lured the entity here? I am accusing you of collaborating with that monster. Now the race is on to stop its path of destruction. I want to try to communicate with it. Gambling with fates on Star Trek, the next generation. Okay, that's the clip, and still no one has gotten it. I thought this was actually pretty easy. Uh, It's obviously a TNG episode. And you guys just need to tell me what the title of the episode is. So we don't have uh, no Kenny today in the in the chat. He probably would have gotten it right away. <laughs> Feel free to scan the internet. <laughs> um, I don't know if the uh, if these iTunes gift card things are going to work wherever you're at, but we'll figure out something, some way to get you guys some money, whether it's PayPal or iTunes or whatever, for winning this. So. Uh, well, we'll just move on with the show until someone gets the episode here. <laughs> you guys are you guys are Star Trek fans? I thought this was an easy one. Oh boy. Yeah, 
I think uh, I think Dan Dan in the UK, D'Angelo's just got it. Silicon Avatar. Yes, that is the name of it. So you win. So Dan, let me know if iTunes, how that works, if there's a way to send you a gift card thing through iTunes from the US iTunes to the UK store. But uh, that is the name of the episode. So thank goodness somebody got it. You guys are scaring me there for a second. All right, let's go on. Um, next up, we're going to play a... Uh, no, actually... I was going to play another clip, but I think, yeah, we could do that. We've got one. Uh, I'm going to play a clip here, another one from you guys about uh, the sixth anniversary show. And let me just back up. I think it started to play the last time I played one. So let me back up a little bit here. And then I'll play this clip from one of the listeners to the show. Hey, it's King Isaac Linkser, and uh, just trying this out on my iPhone via Skype. Uh, see if this works for you or not. And if this does get on the show, then congratulations on six years of Trucks and Sci-Fi. So far, my longest-running subscribed podcast I've ever listened to. So, get on you, Rick. And um, I just wanted to wish you a happy sixth anniversary, and I will see you in the Ustream party, hopefully. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you, Tim. That was, uh, that was if you want to know, that was a uh, recording that Tim left on my Skype voicemail yesterday. And I saved it and uh, played it for you. So it works. It, the quality isn't probably the best. I, don't, I think you said you used your iPhone maybe to record that one. So it, I don't know. that you know, You're going through a lot of different things. It's going through the iPhone through Skype and then I'm recording it. So it, but it's, it's listenable. It's, it's, you know, it's not, you know, high, high, you know, high quality, high tech, but it's definitely workable for people leaving audio comments. Anyway, thanks Tim for that. Next up on my list, uh, at number, uh, number five, I guess we're at, uh, this one, I guess should have been number one in a way or number 10, if that's the way I'm ordering them in terms of, of what uh, I like the most or things that I like the most of the last year. This one is just getting back home, getting a job back in Michigan and getting back home. As most of you guys who uh, listen to the podcast and those watching on Ustream, I I worked for more than a year uh, over near Chicago in Rockford, uh, and I I was able to get a job back here in Michigan with a pretty good place. And and, uh, I guess I started in March, so it's been about six months there at the new company and the new place. And it's, it's uh, you know, it was always uh, my intention for that to not last for very long when I was out of town. As the, you know, the weeks went on and the months went on, it started to become like, well, now this is just the thing, the way it's going to be. And then I, I was still trying to find a spot back here, but, you know, very tricky and very difficult to do that. But anyway, found one and now being back home is great. And uh I think, and I've said maybe before, uh, when I first got back home, I, I didn't realize we had sort of gotten into the routine of it being the way it was. And, it, you know, it's like getting back home, I didn't realize how how much I had kind of missed just being around each day and stuff like that. You kind of like sort of, without saying too much, you kind of turn that, you know, part of your brain off or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, so anyway, uh, it's great to be back home. And that is uh, definitely a highlight, probably the biggest thing of the last year. So, uh, so that's uh, not a sci-fi thing, really. But I'm back in the Rico Cave, at least, and it's, um, you know, it, it's just uh, something. I think there's a lot of people. I was just seeing in today's paper in Michigan, and unemployment here is still pretty bad, 
it, it's it's actually seems to I think not just Michigan but in a lot of places in the U.S. things have just sort of stagnated stag stag yeah what am I trying to say stag <laughs> they're they're stagnant and uh, as far as jobs and hiring and that so I, I feel pretty fortunate and pretty lucky to have not only been able to get a job when I did to get one uh, out of town that was a really good job and then one back home that was a good job or is is a pretty good job. Maybe not as much uh, enjoyable and as nice and, and as interesting as my job in Rockford was, but it, it, it's fine. And I, it, I've actually got a couple of work trips coming up this month. I'm going up to Montreal uh, later in the month and uh, I've got a client to visit across town. So I'm getting into more things at the new place and uh, and that's good. If anything, the, the probably the new place. I just feel like I, I've my experience isn't completely being utilized as much as I would like, but I'm working on that. So, uh, but it's good to be home, as they say uh, in the Wizard of Oz, as Dorothy says, "There's no place like home." So, next up, uh, what are we at here? That was number five. So let's play a clip. Let's go right on to number six. I think I'm going to take a little sip of Gatorade. Everyone, watch. You know, ah. Anyway, um, next up, number six on my list of things that I've enjoyed a lot over the last year, uh, favorite things, whatever you want to call it. This one is something that I've enjoyed since around 2005 when it came back on the air uh, in a sort of a new version-ish, want to call it. Uh, I Hopefully I won't uh, make too many mistakes in what I say uh, to our UK listeners, but I'm talking about Doctor Who. This show was a show I never watched really that much when it was on in the 60s and in the 70s and the early days of it. I, I caught an episode or two occasionally, but it never really grabbed me. Uh, it, it just did not seem to be kind of, you know, my kind of show. Uh, it wasn't uh, really that interesting. The, the, the doctor always seemed a little weird to me. It was like Monty Python running around the universe. That's probably a terrible analogy. <laughs> but anyway... Um, but the new series, when it started back with Christopher Eccleston, and since that time, I've been completely hooked on this series. Uh, if you are someone who listens to the podcast, and I've said this every time when we talk about Doctor Who, and you may be somebody in the U.S. Uh, or wherever that's never caught this show, please definitely check it out. Uh, the stories are very good. The acting is amazing, and, and it's just a lot of fun. Every episode these days, I, I just find something that I enjoy a lot. Some are even just more mind-blowing and amazing than others, but every episode to me is just uh, just great to see, and, and I really look forward to it. And I was also, uh, the interesting thing about the Doctor Who series is they've changed the main actor over the years, and currently they have a guy named Matt Smith, a young actor playing the Doctor, and I was a big fan of the David Tennant years and, and that, and I was kind of like, oh, who's this new guy with the weird hair and all that stuff? But he has really grown on me, I have to say, and I think he's really interesting, and he's, he's just doing a great job with the character, and the stories have been good, and uh, that's about it. Let me play a little Doctor Who for you here, a clip from, I don't know, I think this is a couple of trailers. I might have two clips for Doctor Who to play because I love it. And uh, and I found a couple of them that I thought would be fun to show you guys. And uh, for those uh, that are just listening, you'll hear the audio. So uh, anyway, here's some Doctor Who from, I think, just in this uh, current season for the most part. So watch this or listen. Have a look in a mirror and you're seeing a whole other world. Well, this time it's not an illusion. On April 23rd, the universal phenomenon, Doctor Who is coming to America. 
Hello, sweetie. We're in the middle of the most powerful city in the most powerful country on Earth. Let's take it slow. Traveling in time and space is easy. Mr. President? It's the landing you have to look out for. It's non-terrestrial. Definitely alien. No sign of a struggle, no bones or blood. How long have they been here? As long as there's been something in the corner of your eye, or creaking in your house, or voices through a wall. Only one show can take you anywhere and everywhere. Whatever happens, however hard, however far, we will find you. And on Saturday, April 23rd at 9, Doctor Who is coming to America. Trust me, I'm the Doctor. BBC America. Doctor Who exclusive. Doctor Who's top 11 for the 11th Doctor. Doctor Who catchphrases. Number 11. Silence will fall. Silence will fall. 10. You will be deleted. You will be deleted. 9. Come along, Pond. Come along, Pond. 8. It's bigger on the inside. I like a bit when someone says it's bigger on the inside. 7. You tell me. Spoilers. 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 Six. Geronimo. Geronimo! Geronimo! Five. Run! Run. Run! Four. Hello, sweetie. Hello, sweetie. Three. Bow ties are cool. Yeah, it's cool. Bow ties are cool. Bow ties are cool. Two. Who the man? Oh, I'm never saying that again. And now, oh. Doctor Who's number one catchphrase. Exterminate! 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 Doctor Who, premiering Saturday, April 23rd at 9 on BBC America. All right, so there you go with a couple of uh, clips uh, that I played uh, via from YouTube. Thank goodness for YouTube, you know. It's just... Uh, it hasn't completely turned to the dark side and, and eliminated every copyrighted piece of material out there. You know, it's just advertising. When will they figure that out? Anyway, Doctor Who, great show. Uh, the new uh, part of uh, the current series, as they call it in the UK, series uh, six uh, or season six of the new show. I think that's where we're at. Anyway, they are airing on BBC America on Saturday nights, at least in the United States. Uh, check, as they say, your local listings. I don't know, in other areas, other countries, whatever you guys. I'm sure you can figure out a way to see this show. Netflix, uh, I, I should mention, I was going to put this on my list, Netflix streaming. Uh, I've never really used streaming as much, but since I got an iPad, I've been using Netflix streaming a little bit more. Uh, it probably would have been like number 11 on my top 10 for the last year. So uh, you can watch a lot of Doctor Who there, I think, right now, at least in the U.S., some of uh, the, the past seasons are up or the past series are up. So uh, get caught up on this terrific show. It, it's you know, once you watch a few episodes, it's got sort of a slightly different uh, sci-fi sort of element and, and attitude about it compared to, say, a show like Battlestar Galactica or Star Trek or those other series that you've seen. And But I think it's it's a lot of fun. And I, I just I, I get really uh, connected to the characters a lot on this show, probably more than a lot of other shows. So uh, Doctor Who, check it out when you get a chance. Next up, uh, I think... Let me see. We're going to play, I think, another uh, another clip from you guys. I think this one, since we just did Doctor Who, this will be appropriate. This is from another one of our UK uh, friends. This is from uh, Mike uh, Feathers on the forum. 
And I, I, I really got a kick out of what he had to say in this. So listen to this, and, uh, and I'll come back and comment after uh, I play it. Rico, hey there, Mike from London. Happy sixth anniversary. So six years of this. Um, I was thinking about this, and I wondered, if this were a Trek franchise, then you've got another year to go, after which you close down, have a happy ending. Probably something else starts up of a similar nature, but, but with a younger cast or, or something slightly different, and, and carries on in that vein. Don't know necessarily that that's what you've got planned by the sound of things, but of course, other things you could do. I mean, are, are we expecting you to regenerate today, perhaps in, into a new, uh, new younger model, or, or perhaps an older model, or perhaps you'll be a girl for a bit? I don't know. Is that what we're expecting? Anyway, I'm ready for the surprises. I'm sure I'll cope with whatever they are, but uh, have a fun time, have a fun day. I know you like the, the live podcasts. It'd be great to uh, hear what comes out of that. Talk to you later. Cheers. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you, uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, that was a, you know, Mike always has, he, he kind of has this very sort of like quiet tone to him, to a, to his voice and his attitudes, and he's very, very calm sounding and all that. But he, but he always comes up with some interesting things to say. And, and this time where he's talking about, you know, that this is six years of Trek since I fi and we only, most of the Trek series lasted seven. So maybe that's time to you know pack it in, and uh, you know he's 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 you know that's it, it's interesting because I've I've thought about that to a degree, and I've also thought about you know hey let's just get this uh, podcast get to the next Star Trek movie whenever that is now, and, and then maybe we'll just call it a day and and say that's good I've done I've done my part, uh, but uh, I don't really know yet. I do have one thing that I'm going to share here that I, I thought I would throw out and see what you guys thought. We can talk more about it on the forums or send me an email if you're just a listener to the show. But uh, and I don't know if, I've had this idea for a while, but I don't know if that I've ever uh, talked about it to before uh, right on the show itself, but. I've had this idea to do a, a very, very uh, short, uh, what I'll call sort of like a minute or maybe a minute and a half long, maybe two or three days a week. Uh, I'll call it like a geek minute or a sci-fi minute or something. And uh, what I was thinking of doing is making it, doing it all video all the time, uh, just little video casts. And they would be something about like, What's going on? Uh, sort of the, a news story that's that's popular, like, hey, they just announced a new movie, or here's the trailer to this movie and what I think about it. Or, you know, they're casting, you know, they just named, uh, you know, Yoda's going to be uh, in the new Superman movie as a villain or something crazy like that. You know, whatever the story happens to be, do a short little snippet thing of that two or three times a week. And the idea that I was thinking about doing to make it easier, make it kind of a little different, was I was thinking of trying to do it like all on the iPad. I would record everything, I'd upload it, bang, 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 get it all done, and maybe it would be fairly easy to do. I may try to do this sometime in the next month or so, just as a little test and see how it goes. I don't think I necessarily need another time sink of something to do, but if it was something that I could just casually do in the evening a couple times a week, maybe for a half hour or so, that I could easily record it, easily upload it, I did this video about a week ago. We cut down some trees in our yard, and and I used iMovie, which is a real, real simple editing program uh, on the iPad, and I recorded it there, uploaded it to YouTube, and bang, it was all all set, all good. So uh, I, I think it can be done. I don't know whether it would be a worthwhile thing to do or, or if it would just be more work or not. But um, let me know what you guys think of that. Uh, but thanks, Mike, for your comment again. And I don't think I'm going to regenerate anytime soon, too soon. But, you know, that might be kind of fun. Uh, come back with a new, a new face, a new look or whatever. 
and, and say Geronimo or or all those other uh, catchphrases Doctor Who likes. I need a new catchphrase, so uh, <laughs> uh, not make it so. You know, all those uh, Trek phrases have already been used a lot, so we won't use one of those. But anyway, thanks for your comment. And we're going to go back to my list now. I think we're going to do another contest, but we're going to do one more item on my list first. This is, we're up to number seven. Uh, the next thing on my list, this is going to be, uh, or was, one of my favorite movies of the summer. I, I really liked what they did with this movie. There were quite a few movies I enjoyed over the summer. Nothing just, you know, like blew my, me away completely like uh, we've had some summers. But this one I, I was probably my favorite. I had a couple, actually, that were favorites. I really enjoyed Super 8. Uh, I liked that movie a lot. I thought it had a different kind of, uh, you know, style to it and a look to it and and uh, a very kind of old-fashioned kind of movie in some ways and new in some ways, too. But the other movie that I want to talk about that I really enjoyed a lot was Captain America. I, I think that uh, Chris Evans was perfect. He, you know, he just really captured the character, I think, very well. I liked the script, the story, the look of it, all that was great. Of course, you expect that. You expect him to get that part right. But it was just the, the fact that we got to see Steve Rogers as, you know, before he becomes Captain America super soldier, and you really get to learn the kind of guy he's like. And, you know, he's got this sort of pure heart, and he does tries to do the right thing. And, and that's kind of nice and kind of important. And it's a little, uh, you know, it's a little old-fashioned these days and a little you know everyone seems to be out for making their as much money as they possibly can i'm not a football watcher but i know that there's been a lot of my uh my kids you know they go to the university and and there's a lot of schools uh that have gotten in uh colleges that have gotten into a lot of trouble due to um things involving their their sports programs in the last just in the last few months and it's just i think it's kind of uh I think kids need role models, and I and I think I don't know if you can get them from TV and movies, but Captain America, Steve Rogers, I think would be a pretty good one. So I'm going to play uh, one of the trailers to the movie and uh, just uh, watch this and listen uh, on the podcast. Rogers, Steven. Just give me a chance. Sorry, son. You're saving your life. said that wars are fought with weapons, but they are won by men. You just don't know when to give up, do you? I could do this all day. Our goal is to create the greatest army in history. I should be going with you. Look, I know you don't think I can do this. This but... isn't a back alley, Steve. It's war. But every army begins with one man. Five tries in five different cities. I can offer you a chance. He will be the first in a new breed of super soldiers. Because the weak men lose the value of strength, lose the value of power. That wasn't so bad. That was penicillin. We are going to win this war because we have the best men. Now, Mr. Stark. They will personally escort Adolf Hitler to the gates of hell.
is not what you expect. There I go. I forgot the mic was off again. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. Okay. I was just saying Captain America is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD at the end of October. Uh, I believe the October 25th, uh, just before Halloween. Uh, it's still playing, I think, in some theaters. If you can see this in the theater, definitely go to see it in the theater. It's a great movie, a lot of fun. Uh, I think good character. And we need, uh, you know, more good characters and heroes, I think, these days with all the crazy things going on in the world. So uh, it's uh, it's tricky to uh, to still, uh, you know, do the right thing when sometimes it's easier to not, maybe. So there's Rico's public service announcement for today's Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. <laughs> all right. Uh, where are we at here? I think I've got a couple more clips from you guys to play, a couple more items to go through on my list. Uh, let's see. Played Tim, we played Meds, we played Mike, uh, we got Darmok and Stoutnut. Yeah, we've got uh, I've got a long one from Darmok. It's kind of it's kind of long though. It's about seven or so minutes long. I think I'm gonna save that towards uh, more towards the end of the show and play it then. I'm gonna get through. I think uh, go through more of my list. But actually, let's uh, we're up to number eight. But before that, we're gonna do. I think I've got one more uh, contest to do. This one, I, I thought the other one was easy. This one I knew would be a harder, uh, uh, this is a harder contest, I think, than the first one. So I'm just going to give it a minute or so. If we don't get an answer, I'm just going to call that a, uh, I, I guess, the, you know, who played Captain Kirk on the first Star Trek series? That is not the contest, but I guess I might need to, to simplify, I thought, uh, some of my uh, <laughs> some of my possible uh, contests questions. So anyway, what I'm going to do uh, now, I'll give you a few hints on this next contest. And the winner for this one, this is going to be for something for an Amazon uh, gift card thing. So if you win, hopefully wherever you happen to be, you can get an Amazon gift card from me. Uh, we'll work out the details later. And if that doesn't work, like I said, we'll figure out something, PayPal-ish or whatever. Anyway, uh, the reason I was thinking of doing the iTunes and the Amazon and gift card stuff today is I was trying to do things that were prizes that would be a little easier, both easier to do and something I thought that would be um, easier for overseas people even, because I always thought you guys could get all this stuff just as well. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So, uh, But what this is, I'm going to play a uh, bit of audio here. This is the theme song, like the opening credit music for a particular TV show, uh, kind of uh, what I would call sort of a... a, a an older sci-fi kind of classic in a way. Uh, I've talked about it, I know, on the podcast a few times, and uh, this has obviously no vocals or anything like that, no words, because that would kind of give it away, but it's just music. It is the opening music used for an older TV, sci-fi TV show, and for the first person in the chat room to, uh, to get the answer of what show this is, what TV show this is, you will get this Amazon uh, gift card. So, uh, I'm going to play it for you. Hopefully, I've got it all queued up here, ready to go. Um, and the audio is all right. Hopefully, it's not too loud or too soft. 
Okay, here we go. Here is the uh, opening theme to this uh, classic sci-fi show. Classic to me, at least. Maybe not classic. Cult classic? Yeah. <laughs> here you go. Gosh, we have a winner already. <laughs> and I thought this one was harder. Very good, Ricardo. Well, we'll play the rest of the music and then I'll come back and talk a little bit about this. Uh, I think my camera is a little crooked there. I didn't put it back in the right place. But this, uh, I was showing people after they got the answer to this. I was showing them what show it was. It is from 1977, the one-season uh, show, uh, Logan's Run, the uh, Logan's Run television show, sort of based on what came from a book, a movie, and so forth. Uh, this uh, show uh, was just really cool, I thought, at the time. Uh, it, it looks pretty cheesy now. Uh, if you want to check it out, if you go over to my website, uh, geekplay.tv, geekplay.tv, and just go to the uh, the video uh, jukebox player there where I have some old TV series, some of them still uh, not available yet on uh on any DVD or anything like that, and uh, Logan's Run. Although I'm hearing some rumors, they finally put out Man from Atlantis. I got Man from Atlantis, which I had on Geek Play or have on GeekPlay.tv, uh, and I've heard some stuff that Logan's Run might uh, might come out also. But Ricardo, you win. So uh, shoot me an email. Let me know if you can use Amazon uh, uh, wherever you're at. I think you're somewhere down in South America, Central America. Where are you at again? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sorry. Brazil, something like that. But if you can do Amazon, just let me know. So shoot me an email, treksf at gmail.com, and we'll work out the details later. Um, let's see. what. Uh, where are we at? We're back to my list, I think. Okay, number eight on my list of things I've enjoyed a lot over the last year, favorite things. Uh, this is a TV show, a TV show on the Sci-Fi channel. That's syfy.com. It's, I think in it's currently it's in its third season. Uh, this is a show that I've liked from the first episode of the first season, and I think it's gotten better and better over the years. There's a lot of really cool and interesting things going on in the show right now. It's currently airing. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Warehouse 13. Basically, the, the premise of this TV series is they, they hunt uh, sort of rare and, and, and mystical and, and, and strange objects in the world that, that do odd things, and, and there's a lot more to it than that. The characters uh, are, are really just a lot of fun. I think the two main leads, especially uh, Pete and Micah, the two characters that are the agents that hunt for these artifacts along with some help from others on the show, uh, are really uh, have a lot of chemistry and a lot of fun to watch and, and really care about each other. It, it's People sort of call it sort of a little bit of like the X-Files. They've also had other shows 
similar to this in the past, but I think they're really doing this one right uh, and got some really good people on it. And we have had some cool guest stars, too. Uh, Kate Mulgrew uh, was just on last week's episode, and she's going to be on this week, or actually it's next week because they're off for Labor Day tomorrow. They, they usually air this on Monday nights. But anyway, Warehouse 13, and I believe I have some uh, video slash audio to play for you of that. So here we go with uh, some Warehouse 13 stuff. On July 11th, the team's got a new face. I'm really looking forward to working with you. You're lying. New mysteries. We have a problem. We may be facing an artifact outbreak. And a visit from familiar friends. To the Black Tower! Right. This place will go crazy enough to shut down the power grid on the eastern seaboard. We're back on the case. Mondays are going to be a lot more powerful. Fill her up. The all-new season of Warehouse 13 premieres Monday, July 11th at 9, only on Sci-Fi. Part the most powerful night of the week. Yeah, that was a little bit of uh, one of the previews, a short preview for the show. I'm going to play a uh, bit of another clip for you from the series. This is from one of the episodes. They did this cool one where they sort of went inside of a video game. Uh, and I, I thought it was pretty fun. Anyway, I'll play a little bit of this for you as well. Push the button. Oh, you guys gotta see this. Fill her up. Is it me? Or does that look a little bit like... Yep. Fargo made a Warehouse 13 video game. And somewhere in there, Fargo's having a seizure. Whoa! And you're a stripper. What? Nah, I'm, I'm a gladiator. It's cool, right? Yeah. Nice skirt. Nice ears. Hmm? Pointy? <laughs> I'm an elf, I said myself. You need to enunciate. Now, run to your tree and get me some cookies. Halt! My elf! Artie? I am General Arthur of the Queen's Royal Best. Now, players, prepare for a life-ending quest through bleak, barren lands. You will stumble and blunder, trying to find a world of bizarre... Endless wonder. Warehouse 13, an original series, all new Mondays at 9, only on Sci-Fi, part of the most powerful night of the week. Yeah, so there's Warehouse 13. Uh, It's just a great show, a lot of fun. That... uh, there are a lot of comedy elements in it, but there's a lot of really serious stuff, too, uh, and it's, you know, just a good blend. It's, it feels like a, sort of a pretty real show about some sort of unreal and, and crazy things. Uh, they, they've got some really good shows uh, on sci-fi. People uh, have said, you know, oh, their sci-fi channel has gone down the tubes. They just show wrestling. There's nothing there. But Monday nights, Monday nights, they have Eureka, they have Warehouse 13, and they have a new series that I'm really enjoying a lot called Alphas, which is... A lot of times when people were describing this at first, they called it sort of a new heroes kind of TV show, but it's a lot, it's not really like that at all. Uh, they've got a group of people with sort of powers and abilities, but it, it's it's not really in the style and the way heroes was was formatted in the show type. Uh, it's hard, it's difficult to describe, but I, I, I recommend you give it a shot. 
again, uh, these are all on Monday nights on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, hopefully you can get them in some way, maybe some other alternative methods if you're in a different area of the world. So uh, that was number eight. Uh, number nine on my list. We're just going to move along. Uh, number nine is, um, well, it's a pretty simple one. I can show the camera and I will uh, start it up here. But it's my uh, my iPad. Yes. And look, you can turn it, and it changes which way. You know what? Sometimes, and there's probably a setting for this, but sometimes I find this ability for it to turn whichever way, especially if you're laying on your desk flat. I know there's a way to lock that, right, guys? But I, I, it kind of bugs me. I'm sure in the settings or something, there's a way to just keep it that way. Maybe you have to go in settings. I don't know. But uh, So the next thing on my list is my iPad. I'm, I've used it a you know, a fair amount. I haven't gotten into all the little apps and nuances that a lot of other people like Rick Moyer, who seems to use it for everything these days. I just want to know, Rick, do you go to the grocery store with it? Do you keep your grocery list on it? Because <laughs> that guy, he, he finds ways to use this thing that I think a lot of other people haven't ever really figured out or haven't really been doing. Uh, most people just, I think, pop on a few games check their email and and then they call it a day with their iPad but uh it's a great device uh, it it uh i i do a couple things about it i do like some of the apps that it has and I, and i like how convenient it is to sit down with it check email uh maybe check a website uh watch a video off of netflix however i i still find myself wanting like a, a full laptop lots of the time and i know you can get a keyboard for it but it's uh, let's just say it's it's got its limitations, and I and as a an old PC user, I, I get a little frustrated by some of the strange little things that it does and doesn't let me do. Uh, but it is pretty cool. Uh, it, it's it's an amazing uh, you know to me how much tech and hardware and uh, things that they can pack into such a small package. You know, I think about the early days of computers and. You know, this thing can do more than what used to take up rooms and rooms of gear to do. So uh, it's cool if you've got the money, buy one and, and, and start getting some cool apps. I will have to warn you, I think one of the, the things people get sucked into with this thing is, oh, that's a cool app. Let's just buy that. It's a dollar or two. And I was doing that the first few weeks, and I've kind of slowed down now because I'm finding that, you know, I'm, I'm waiting and researching more what I buy for it and what I don't buy for it because I want to buy something that I think I'm going to find useful rather than just a new game or whatever to play. And they do seem to put some of the apps on sale sometimes too, which is very much worth waiting for because some of them, I bought a couple of games like uh, Yahtzee and I don't know, there was a, uh, I think EA makes those for those apps. I don't know, but they, uh, they had them on sale for like a dollar or something. And they're usually like five or $10 at one, you know, they, one weekend they had a good sale. So, you know, it's definitely worth waiting for stuff like that, uh, but it's a cool device. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and, and there's some really neat things you can do with it. And uh, takes pretty decent pictures and video if, if you have enough light. I, I do hope with iPad 3 they improve uh, both the resolution, which I've talked about and wanted for a while, but the camera I still think is a little weak on it. I, I think they could do a better job, uh, especially for video. It's still pictures. I would never use this to go anywhere and like take still pictures with it, but I can see the use for it for video, uh, especially since you've got a big screen to edit and do things like that. So uh, I would like a better camera on it for that. But other than that, it, you know, it's cool and I'm enjoying it and uh, have uh, some cool stuff to play on it. So let's get done with the podcast so I can go play with my iPad. <laughs> All right. Next up uh, on my list is uh, I guess the last one, and I think we're kind of winding down the show. 
I'm trying to think of, uh, I think I've got that Darmok clip to play. And uh, you know what? I think I'm going to play that right now for you. Actually, I have two more clips. I have a Rick Moyer one and Darmok's. And uh, I'm going to play Darmok's. It's going to give me a chance to take a little break. His is about seven minutes long. So I'm going to insert it in the show here. I will be back, and I'll be wrapping up the show. And who knows? Maybe there'll be a little Rico dancing. So here's Darmok and his clip uh, for the show. Hey Rico, this is Darmok wishing you a happy 6th anniversary of Treks in Sci-Fi Geeky Goodness. So glad that you made it this far, man. I uh, started listening to Treks in Sci-Fi back in, I think around late 2006. And I had been listening up to that point to uh, old-time radio uh, podcasts and uh, downloads of science fiction shows like X-1 and Dimension X. I had also been listening to Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica podcasts and was also over at the Extinct Attractions Club. And uh, I was looking for something specifically Star Trek and saw that wonderful Spock logo with the iPod and I said, let me go check this out. And uh, I haven't looked back ever since. Uh, I started listening to um, and getting into episodes like oh, Star Trek music over the different series. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, of course, the embarrassing third season TOS episode, Spock's Brain. And what, what I really enjoyed about the podcast was that you would dig a little deeper, especially with, say, like the Star Trek episodes, you'd give a little backstory, maybe a little backstage gossip or something like that. And I really I really enjoyed that. That really fleshed out uh, some of my favorite uh, episodes where you would listen to the whole episode and comment. And it was like I was in the room with my Star Trek friend on the other end who would basically share with me his thoughts on uh, on the different episodes and the different aspects of Star Trek and sci-fi, Star Wars, movies, that kind of thing. And what I really enjoyed was the format of the podcast as well. The, the, the basic format where you'd give a little weekly news and then you'd have some clips from people giving comments or shout-outs You'd hear something from Rick and Nathan Moyer, maybe uh, the uh, the uh, the alien things that they did, or you'd hear some music from Rick Moyer, and then you'd get into the the episode, uh, and then you'd do a collectible thing thing at the end. And uh, while I never uh, collected science fiction stuff, it was nice to hear about it at least. And then um, I got into the forum. I joined the forum on March 24th, 2007, uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 11.23 a.m., and got into the vibrant chat uh, on different subjects of various topics, and it was like I could finally kind of let loose and discuss things with 
people that I had never met face to face, but I really couldn't talk to my, my friends, my uh, physical friends, about this kind of thing, maybe except with one, one person. But it was nice to be able to just go on and, and uh, have conversations with people. Then there was a point in time when I started to back off a little. I kind of felt like I didn't fit in, like uh, maybe I was taking too much of a contrary view. And I kind of went away. I think I went over to the um, little bit of old-time radio and then to the um, Extinct Attractions Club thing again. And then Rick Moyer reached out to me and uh, said, Hey, why don't you come back to uh, the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum? And so I did and uh, kept going. And then uh, there was a point where Jen had actually reached out to me as well and uh, wanted me to join the RPG and... Uh, as much as I had wanted to uh, join in, I was a little overwhelmed with life at that point. And I also had wanted to to participate with uh, clips and uh, comments and guest podcasts, especially uh, for uh, some of my favorite Trek episodes like the TNG episode, Darmok, where uh, I, get, uh, I get my uh, pseudonym from. And uh, just it just didn't happen, and it was aching me to, to do that. And then finally I got to do the um, Buckaroo cast, and then most recently the Rico Appreciation Day podcast, which really showed me how much love there is and just how much of a community there is here, that it just goes beyond an actual podcast and a bunch of people saying stuff on a forum but these are people who know one another who are in each other's lives and I just really uh, have gained such an appreciation uh, for this community which is which I consider a phenomenon in, in a way uh, in its own way Trex and Sci-Fi the community is a is a phenomenon and uh, I just like to say that I really appreciate the fact that you've come this far and that you uh, share so much. And also, um, I appreciate everyone that I come in contact with in, in this community and the people that I get to hate-tell with and tweet with and Google Plus with. Uh, you guys, I have got to say, I'm glad you're in my life. And uh, along with uh, wishing Rico happy 6th, I'd like to wish you guys happy 6th because everyone participates here it seems um you know listening to um to 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 meds uh, do a guest podcast or jedi jeff uh, it's just really really cool and hearing people like you know kenny and vartok uh, i just really uh, appreciate you guys and um hope that treks and sci-fi continues for a long long time and before I prattle on too much, I just want to say to my sci-fi friends on the other end, happy sixth anniversary! All right, well, I rearranged things here while you were uh, saying some really great, nice things, Darmok, so thanks so much for that. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, you uh, all that you do, you know that Rico uh, cast, that Rico appreciation cast thing that you did. Uh, moving the camera a bit, yeah, that was great. I I, I was very surprised, very uh, touched by that, and it was, you know, the uh, 
people have said a lot uh, over the years that, you know, we don't have this mega huge forum, mega huge community. But, you know, little by little, there's more people now than there were a year ago and then the, before the year before. And, and the thing that, that seems to happen more on this site than others that I see is that everyone, most people tend to stick around. We don't get people that join up. They usually join up because they, I think they hear about how much fun we have on the forum and uh, on the podcast and, and just a lot of cool things go on. So, uh, I, you know, I'd rather have a, a new person a month who sticks around than a, than a new person every day and you never see them after a couple of posts or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for your comments. And I hope I'm recording. My mic is back on. I've, like I said, I changed these windows around while you were uh, speaking. And uh, yeah, it looks like we're good. Um, we're going to finish things off here. Uh, this has been a, a pretty long cast already, been going a couple hours. So uh, there's one last thing, and I've kind of already just, I was just talking about it right there a little bit. But the last thing on my list, sort of my favorite things of the last year, is doing just doing the podcast every week, uh, you know, except for an occasional off week here and there. Uh, it's still something that I enjoy. It takes uh, takes a good deal of my weekend time up, but I, I, I don't regret it or don't you know, don't want to stop anytime soon or, or want to stop anytime soon is the way to say that, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like doing the show. And, uh, with that, uh, that that's number 10 on my list. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a heads up what's coming up on the podcast. I try to do this, uh, you know, once a month or so, and I put together this list, uh, the, uh, next week's show Next week, uh, I'm going to do a Star Trek episode, the Enterprise episode, Carbon Creek, uh, which uh, is a cool episode, mostly about DePaul. Uh, that's going to be on September 11th. On the 18th, I'm going to do a uh, kind of a preview of fall television uh, focused on, you know, obviously things that we uh, geeks enjoy, genre TV, stuff that you're going to look forward to, or maybe be checking out and watching in the fall season. And maybe a little bit on some returning shows too. Uh, that'll be on the 18th. That might be a video cast. I'm not sure yet. It may just be audio. I haven't really decided. It's possible it'll be a video cast. On the 25th, we're going to have a guest cast with uh, Rick Moyer looking at a TNG episode. And I don't have the episode name written down. But I know he's looking at what he considers one of the bad ones from season one. I forget which one with the name of the episode again. But uh, are you still there? Oh, there he is. He's in the chat room. See, I like having a chat room for stuff like that. Shades of Grey is what he's going to be covering. So that's going to be on near the end of the month on September 25th. And I'm going into October a little bit. The the first weekend of October, the second, I think it is. That Sunday, I'm going to cover the uh, movie Godzilla. Not the one from the 90s. But the one from 1956 with Raymond Burr, uh, we were talking about this in some thread on the forum not too long back about some of those old monster movies, you know, the big uh, ones from uh, Japan that, you know, had Godzilla in them and Gamera and, and, and Gargantuas and all those other crazy movies that used to play all the time when I was growing up and I'd watch these things over and over uh, but anyway, I'm going to look at the first Godzilla movie on the 2nd of October. So that's what's coming up on the podcast in the next few weeks. I hope there's something there that you might like to tune into. Uh, I'm always open for new people to do guest spots, too. We can always get those set up. I know we've got uh, an, a one on the Alien. I don't know which, if you guys are covering Alien and Aliens 2 or all of them or how you're going to format your show. But I think Brian and Al and maybe somebody else. 
Is it a th- is there a third? I think there was maybe a third that's going to cover those. But you guys are going to do the Alien movie sometime in the next few weeks or next month or two. So that's uh, coming up on the show. And uh, I think that's about it. I've got I covered my list. I covered my stuff. I've got. Oh, no, that's not it, of course. We've got to play Rick Moyer and his song, which might involve some Rico dancing, but I think uh, it's not the most rockin' tune. Not that I say this is a bad song. It's a great song. But, I mean, it might not be uh, a dancing kind of song exactly. Maybe a little bit. But, anyway, here's Rick Rick Moyer's uh, comments and song for all of you to listen to. And everyone in the chat room says, Dance, Rico, dance. Here we go. Mr. Rico. Hey, this is Rick Moyer from uh, Aberdeen, Washington. Moyer777 on the forums and the co-host of Take Him With You podcast. I just wanted to say happy six-year anniversary. So cool, so cool, so cool. We've made it six years. I've been listening for five years. Of course, I've listened to every episode, so I caught up, you know. Uh, But I'm so excited about Treks and Sci-Fi. I look forward to it. Every single week. And Rico, it mainly is because of you and the wonderful community you've put together on the forums. Just fantastic stuff. I love science fiction. Love Trek especially. It is so refreshing to have fellow people to talk about it with. So thanks for all you do, Rico. Happy six-year anniversary. I wrote a song. Well, I did a parody. I didn't write the song. I wrote the lyrics and I sang it. And instead of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine... I did We All Listen to Rico A. Dosti. So here you go, everybody. Enjoy, and congratulations, everybody, at Treks in Sci-Fi on six big years. Happy anniversary! Woo! In Michigan and on iTunes, there lives a man who loves Star Trek. And he tells us of Starfleet and which episodes need to check for six years we've had some fun week after week and all for free we get to listen and join in with our geeky family we all listen to Rico A. Dossi to Rico A. Dossi to Rico A. Dossi we all Listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. And our friends, they listen to many more of them are on the boards, and the iPod starts to play. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. We all listen to Rico A. Dusty. To Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. We all listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. Engage. Full speed ahead, Mr. Dusty. Full speed ahead. Captain, most curious development on Scanner 5 7. Aye, aye, Captain. I protest, I am not a merry man. So I'll take a look at it. As we celebrate six years, years. every one of us is thrilled indeed. indeed. Sci-fi for you, you. sci-fi for me, me. with our fellow fellow. Rick Dosti. (laughs) We 
we all listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. We all listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. We all listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. We all listen to Rico A. Dusty. To Rico A. Dusty, we all listen to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty, to Rico A. Dusty. This has been Trex and Sci-Fi, and uh, just take care of yourselves. Uh, I will talk to you again next weekend. Bye-bye. Hello, Rico and everybody on Trex and Sci-Fi. This is Meds Otherwise Known. I'll do a little creative editing. You know, why is iTunes by default... Just start, uh, you know, playing the next clip. Hate that. Hate that, Steve Jobs. You should have fixed that before you left. All right. That is today's podcast, everyone. Today's live show. There is cake upstairs for me, but not for you. Sorry about that. But anyway, guys, uh, appreciate your support uh, and all that. I just uh, don't know what else to say at this point in time. Six years. We'll try for seven at least, I think. Try for seven, yeah. Seven should be enough, like uh, I think Feather said. Yeah, seven will be good. Then we'll reboot. We'll come back, you know, we'll get J.J. Abrams, get a lot of lens flare going, and we'll reboot the whole thing. Uh, hopefully, maybe in time for the next movie. <laughs> I don't know. When is the next movie coming? J.J., why? Why did you have to do this? All right, everyone, have a great day. You guys in the chat room and stuff, hang out if you want for a while. Uh, I'll keep the camera running. You can see me do some really, really interesting stuff, like edit this thing and try to clean out some of those little blurbs and clips and things or maybe i'll just leave it like that so everyone have a great uh, day uh and i will talk to you again next time next week on treks in sci-fi woohoo bye bye Dusty Podcast Production.